Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. And that was the wrong introduction. What I need right now is not welcome to the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central to every area of life. No, that's not the intro. I needed my breaking news intro, but I forgot to pull it up. So so just pretend that was our breaking news intro. Some of you have never heard the breaking news intro. I'll have to find it at some point. I don't even know where it's at. It's saved somewhere on my computer. We don't use it that frequently, but this would be the appropriate time because I have some breaking news to report right here on the Theology Central podcast for this Thursday, June the 2nd, 2022, at 7.56 p.m. Central Time. And as, well, as as always currently, there was a time I broadcasted live from a different location, but I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in, and hopefully you'll find this breaking news to be somewhat interesting, but I am going to need your help. I am going to need your help with this breaking news, because... Well, I'm I'm interested. But before we get to it, before we get to it, let me explain something. One of the things that I have loved to do pretty much my entire Christian life is to constantly keep my eye open to what's happening in the world of Christianity, trying to pay attention to what books are popular. Now, we're doing a current series on Jesus Calling, which demonstrates that I obviously wasn't keeping my eye open enough because I missed that one. But I like to keep my eye open on what books people are reading, what's happening in in Christianity, what theological movements, what theological issues are arising, which churches are the most influential, just trying to keep my eye on what's going on in Christianity. Because if you keep your eye on what's going on in Christianity today— that will give you a very good idea where Christianity is headed in the future. If you pay attention to what's going on in Christianity in the present, then you can understand where it is headed in the future. And so I'm always trying to do that. You know, so so what's happening right here? Pay attention to this. Look at this. I think this is going on. Look, that's an interesting development. Pay attention to that. We did a series where we did a, in a sense, a virtual road trip visiting some of the most influential churches in the United States of America and reviewing sermons so we can get an idea of what's being preached, what's being said in some of the most influential churches, because those are the churches that are influencing people today that will possibly be the pastors of tomorrow. So I I love doing this. And that that, that fits in perfectly with what we're getting ready to do because we're going to look at some breaking news today that's going to have an impact in some way in the future. I don't know what that impact is going to look like. I'm not going to make any dramatic prediction but it is something to pay attention to. You may have already seen the breaking news. A number of news agencies have already picked up on it. I think there's YouTube videos already showing up. So I'm a little late, but I got to it as soon as possible. Here is the breaking news. Rick Warren of Saddleback Church has revealed who his successor will be and his retirement date. Rick Warren of Seidelback Church has revealed who his successor will be and when he is retiring. Now, this is pretty big news. Now, you say, I don't care about Rick Warren. I don't care. I disagree with his theology. I don't care about Seidelback Church. 
You can have that approach, but just remember, just because you don't care about what's influential doesn't (laughs) negate its influence. Just because you ignore those influential churches does not negate its actual influence. So we we need to see what's influencing Christianity. We need to see what's influencing the future of Christianity so that we can, well, possibly speak against it if we need to, that we can possibly warn people that, hey, Christianity is headed in this direction. We need, in a sense, watchers on the wall paying attention so that we can warn people. So knowing who the successor is, is going to be very important because that may determine the direction and where Saddleback Church is going in the future. And remember, Saddleback Church, typically when you look on any list of the most influential churches, at least here in the United States of America, Saddleback's going to be on that list somewhere. Now, it may not be the number one most influential church anymore. Maybe Rick Warren has lost some of his relevancy and some of his influence, but Saddleback is still top 20, top 30, maybe even in the top 10 of most influential churches in the United States of America. You may not like that. You may want to reject that, but you can't, you, you have to deal with that reality. So let's get some of the information here, okay? Rick Warren reveals successor retirement date as Saddleback Church pastor. Echo Church's Andy Wood will take over for the well-known pastor and author on September the 12th, 2022. So in just a couple of months, Rick Warren will step down and Andy Wood of Echo Church will be the one taking over. Now, as soon as I saw that, I hopped online, Echo Church, Andy Wood, found the website for Echo Church and said, okay, I'll download a sermon and we'll play at least a clip and guess what? Their website, I guess they don't want to post their sermons online. I don't know. Supposedly, Andy Wood has some kind of a church leadership podcast, but I wasn't able to track that down. And it's just it's just kind of weird. Now, I'm going to do something really quick uh, because the church, the church website doesn't have anything. I'm going to go to Pocket Cast, one of the uh, podcast apps. I'm just going to type in Echo Church. See what happens. Okay, now here's Echo Church. There's a bunch of them that pull up. There's a bunch of them that pull up. I don't know. I'm going to go to the first one. Uh, Let me see here. That's October the 31st, 2021. So that is no longer relevant. Um, That's New Zealand. That's Rochester, New Mexico. And that's Melbourne, Australia. So none of those Echo Churches are the right one because I think the Echo Church Andy Woods pastor of is in a, a San Jose, somewhere in California, if I remember correctly. I'll have the I have the name of it here in the article here in a minute. But the point is, I wasn't able to find a sermon. Now this is important. If this is the person getting ready to take over one of the most influential churches in America, then obviously I want to hear as much preaching from Andy Wood currently which may give us some clue on where Saddleback Church is headed. Is it the same? Is it pretty much the same thing as Rick Warren? It's just a, now he's much younger, far as I understand. So he's, he's younger. Does he have the same theological kind of framework as Rick Warren? Like, wh- wh- where are we headed? I, I want to know. And it's just weird when you have churches that 
I don't know. They just no desire to post their sermons online. I'm always just baffled by that with the technology available, but okay. So let's read a little bit about this. This article was posted at 5.47 p.m. today. I don't know at what time zone. So again, I'm a little behind. I'm a little behind, but I wanted to bring this to everyone. We'll at least talk about it, but I'm going to need your help. Obviously, we need to track down some Andy Wood sermons is what we need to track down. But here's, here's what we read. After more than four decades the pastor of one of the largest and most influential churches in the United States is ready to step down. And he has named a young couple to take his place. Please note, it looks like it's going to be a couple serving as, I guess, maybe senior pastor. And I guess the wife will serve as some kind of a pastor as well, which Kind of tells you where the church is headed. Probably uh, something to con- consider to look uh, to look at. Uh, this is what uh, we read here, and I quote: All right, "This afternoon at our all staff meeting held at the Lake Forest campus, I was finally able to publicly announce that we have found God's couple to lead our congregation, and that they have agreed to come." Saddleback Church Pastor Rick Warren told his Orange County, California congregation in an email on Thursday. Today's email included a link to a video featuring Warren and his wife, Kay, along with Andy and Stacy Wood of Echo Church in San Jose, California. Andy Wood, 40, is currently Echo's lead pastor, while Stacy is a teaching pastor. They will have the same roles at Saddleback. So one of the most influential churches in America is going to have a female teaching pastor. That kind of tells you where the church is is continuing to move forward, moving in that direction going forward. It's just that's, yeah, we could have a long discussion about that. Here we go. Uh, Founded in 2008 as South Bay Echo Church, Echo now has four campuses and draws about 3,000 people to weekly services. Like Saddleback, Echo has ties to the Southern Baptist Convention, though neither church uses the word Baptist in its name. A graduate of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, Andy Wood has, has also worked with church planners through the SBC's North American Mission Board. Kay and I believe so much in this couple, Warren said in a statement announcing the transition. We love them so much, and we are confident that God has prepared and chosen them to take up the baton and run the next leg of the Saddleback Marathon. The search for a new pastor, all right? Okay, uh, someone just asked a very important question. Is S- is a Saddleback uh, still SBC? I know there was a committee to decide if they should be kicked out of the SBC, but never heard results. Right. Um, I never heard anything as well. So as far as I know, I'm going to operate under the idea that Saddleback is at least somehow still associated with the SBC. I don't know whatever came of that. Kind of, We talked about that. Seems like a year ago. Maybe, maybe it was a year ago that we talked about that. Maybe two years ago, because there was some controversy about Saddleback Church, and I think it dealt with women preaching, if I remember correctly. Um, and I don't, I, I, I never heard anything of that. So as of right now, that's how we'll have to operate. 
But clearly, Andy Wood's church, uh, Andy Wood's church, still has ties to the Southern Baptist Convention. All right. Um, the search for a new pastor began last summer in part of an ongoing health problems for Rick Warren. He told the church last year that he has that he, about his different uh, health issues, uh, and th- which causes and he, some of the symptoms he's experiencing has caused tremors and blurred vision, and that it has worsened in uh, recent years. Saddleback Church uh, Saddleback leader spoke with about 100 potential candidates before settling on Wood, who preached at the church earlier this year. Wood plans to step down as pastor of Echo Church at the end of June and will move to Orange County to begin the transition. The first step will be a conversation between the Warrens and the Woods over Father's Day weekend and uh, Father Day's, uh, Father's Day weekend. In August, the couple will begin attending Saddleback. Now, the one thing, I may not agree with all of the theology and all the things going on here, I will say this. Rick Warren, did, Rick Warren didn't just say, well, God's told me to leave, see ya, boom, gone. And then the church has to struggle to try to find a pastor. In the meantime, you usually have factions fighting for control, and it usually ends up leading to a church split. At least this was handled in a very, to me, godly and correct way. Rick Warren is there. He will be there until and until the replacement is ready to take over. Rick Warren steps out and immediately the next person steps in. In fact, the new pastor is going to start attending before Rick Warren steps down. That is handled. That's a smooth professional transition, which protects the church, hopefully from imploding and having all of the problems that you witness over and over and over and over and over and over and over. I, 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 I'm not a fan of the way typically this goes down. So I do applaud that. That, that, That's a good thing. Um, it says, uh, what do we have here? Uh, Wood, uh, so the church will celebrate Warren's ministry during the first few weekends in September. Wood's first official day as pastor will be September 12th. So if I forget, I need you, the listeners, that the when he preaches that first sermon as pastor of Saddleback Church on September the 12th, 2022, we need to review that sermon. We need to review that sermon. I'm assuming they're going to keep everything in place for Rick Warren's program, his radio program, podcast. I'm assuming all of that's going to stay in place because Rick Warren's uh, uh, sermons are placed online. I I don't know why Andy Wood's church, at least I couldn't find anything when I visited the website, which you think it would be easy to find. Like, here, subscribe to our podcast. But but we will definitely review the first sermon. It says, uh, for decades... We have admired and respected Pastor Rick and Kay Warren, and their work through the purpose-driven church model has been critical, Wood said in a statement. We've been so blessed by their friendship after months of prayer and seeking counsel from others. We believe that God, that God has called us together to step into serving at Saddleback Church. In the email to the Saddleback congregation, Warren said he and Kay were filled with love and gratitude for the church and quoted a New Testament verse about fighting the good fight and finishing the race. Now it is time for us to pass the torch to a new generation who will love, lead, and pastor our church family in the decades ahead, he wrote. In May 2021, okay, here we go, Saddleback made headlines after ordaining three female staffers as pastors, a controversial step for Southern Baptists. 
The SBC's statement of faith limits the office of pastor to men as qualified by Scripture, but Southern Baptists disagree over whether that applies only to the church's senior pastor or whether it bars any woman from having the title of pastor. They also disagree over whether women can preach in a Sunday service. At the SBC's annual meeting, Saddleback was was reported to the Credentials Committee, which is charged with deciding whether or not the church is in friendly cooperation with the denomination. Though some churches have left the SBC after naming women as pastor, the denomination has never officially removed any church for having a female pastor. So um, I guess they were reported, and I guess nothing, no church has ever been removed, so obviously they seem to be still in good shape. Filling uh, Rick Warren's shoes will be a challenging task, as the current Saddleback uh, pastor has long been one of the most influential Christian leaders in the country, shaping everything from how pastors dress to how they organize and start new churches. Scott Thuma, director of the Hartford Institute for Religion Research at Hartford International University, said megachurch transitions are often a challenge. The higher a megachurch's pastor's profile, the more difficult it is to replace that person. While megachurches can continue after the founding pastor leaves, it's not an easy transition. I'm just going to say this. It's never an easy transition. I don't care if it's a megachurch. I don't care if it's a middle-sized church. I don't care if it's a small church. As soon as the pastor leaves, especially if you leave it where now the church has to spend time trying to find that pastor, you almost always end up with a split because factions rise. One will want to take it in a more conservative. One will take it in a more liberal. One one wants to be more seeker sensitive. One wants to be more this. And boom, they start fighting. And then when the new pastor comes in, you can almost guarantee when the new pastor shows up, you're, you're going to lose people. If you, I, th- I think if you're in a church of 100 and a new pastor shows up, you're going to lose 20 to 40, probably within a year. If it's 500, probably going to lose 200 and 250. You're going to lose a considerable number because, because the new, when the new pastor shows up, the, the people are like, well, that's not like the last pastor. That's not what I wanted. And they're going to be unhappy and they're going to leave. So it's, it's, I don't care what kind of church. It's always sad. It's just a, a, it almost always leads to just major problems. You may disagree. Maybe you've witnessed different. I've always seen it just turning into utter, just, Complete chaos is what, and typically, another church, typically when it, when the pastor leaves, basically a split occurs, and typically another another church is born from all the people who left that church, is typically what happens. I've, I've seen it right here in Abilene, Texas, numerous times. Um, would success, uh, would success, Thuma said, will depend in part on whether Warren can let go of the church and allow a new pastor to take over and chart his own course. But Thuma observed that Warren has taken steps in the past to allow others to lead at Saddleback. He does not preach every Sunday and has been what Thuma called a thoughtful leader. Thuma said the Warrens have been a positive model of what pastors can be during what is a difficult time for church leaders. They've avoided scandal and have been honest about their struggles. For the most part, they've avoided the culture wars and partisan feuds that have caused many to lose faith in religious leaders. Now, I just have to point this out because there's a picture here of Rick Warren uh, preaching at Saddleback Church in California. That is an absolute beautiful 
Uh, not the sanctuary. It, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen Inside the Church, but okay, Rick Warren's on the stage. He's got. A, it doesn't really have a pulpit. It kind of has a little podium, um, which is common. Then you see all the people. There's some lighting, obviously, but uh, 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 the entire wall right there is all glass with this beautiful view with all of these trees. It looks, it looks beautiful. Um, I don't know how, I can't imagine the cost of building that building, but it looks amazing. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen inside of it like that, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I can see why a lot of people would want to go there, uh, but that's a whole different podcast. Uh, Warren's retirement will mark the end of a remarkable, remarkable career in ministry. And then they go through some of his accomplishments. Uh, in 1995, uh, The Purpose Driven Church, his book, Warren described pouring over demographic and census data in the summer of 1979, searching out the right place to start a new church, stopping only to call his wife a few times a day to see if she had gone into labor. So, I mean, that just, that's, that, that's really started changing the way churches are, are planted. You pour over demographic and census data. That's what you do. You do. One day, Warren said he had a revelation after seeing the data on Saddleback Valley, uh, saying God had spoken to him and told him to plant a church there. There's that never-ending God telling you what to do concepts. Um, and then they go on and talk about it. Uh, they, they talk about the amazing growth. By 1992, the church had grown to 6,000, and he bought a 74-acre site the church still calls home. The church is now one of the largest congregations in the country, drawing more than 23,000 worshipers, meeting in more than a dozen locations. All right. And uh, they don't say much more here about um, Andy Wood. They don't. So here's what we need to do. Let's go through all, all the things we. I need your help on. First, I need you to remind me that on September the 12th, Andy Wood will preach his first sermon as pastor of Saddleback Church. We will review that sermon. We will, because I just want to know how, I mean, that's that's a very important, your first sermon is really going to set up a, the, the tone of probably of where he is headed, and it'll be interesting to see what he starts off with, what his approach is. The second thing I would like to do before September the 12th is to find some sermons from Echo Church preached by Andy Wood. And probably within the last year, because you can kind of see what things are really, the more preaching, you, you can hear what, what pastors are thinking about, what they're feeling, what, what, what's important to them, and we'll see how that carries over into Saddleback. Or does he just fresh start, brand new start, goes in a completely new direction? It will be interesting to see. Again, I, I looked. I don't know why. I, I, again, I'm going to just pull this up. Because if I just type in Echo Church, Andy Wood, all right, now you're, we're getting all of the uh, news articles popping up immediately about, oh, here we are, here we are. We may It may be on YouTube. I don't know why their church website does not have, here we go, Echo Church, here we go, 672 videos. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at some of their looking at some of their 
sermons. I'm going to focus on Andy Wood. There's this one was posted 11 days ago. So, okay, that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to, it, it looks like they have a YouTube channel. They have, I guess, I don't know. We're going to have to, I'm going to copy this. We'll have to pull it. Why wouldn't your church website have a clear link to your YouTube channel? That makes no sense to me. Uh, sometimes I'm just baffled. These churches have budgets of millions of dollars. They have thousands of people attending these beautiful buildings, but they can't hire someone to go, hey, guys, hey, if we have a YouTube channel, maybe we should put that on our church website. <laughs> and if we have a YouTube channel, maybe we should pull the audio from the videos and I don't know, turn it into a podcast. I, it's just, I, I, I guess maybe... I guess maybe the difference in thinking is if you're a pastor in a small church in the middle of nowhere, you're like, okay, I got to get my stuff everywhere because I want to feel like I'm accomplishing something. And I guess if you're standing in a pulpit and there's thousands of people looking at you, you're like, I'm good. I don't care if anybody else hears my sermons. I Maybe that's, maybe that's the difference. I just, I'm just always like, get our content everywhere. But uh, I'm going to post a link here and send an email to myself so that I can then pull sermons. I'll have to go to the YouTube page on my computer, rip the audio, and then maybe we'll listen to some. We'll try to find the ones that are most recent, but there you go. Um, maybe we'll do, it looks like they have a lot of different people preach at uh, Echo Church, probably from different campuses. So what we may do is is just review a number, of, because, because that'll kind of, I mean, if Andy Wood's kind of like the senior pastor, then all of those other sermons he has to be somewhat in agreement with, right? I mean, that may give us an indication of what he will be willing to allow at Saddleback Church. So I just wanted to bring this to everyone's attention. One of the most influential churches in America is about to get a new pastor. One of the most influential pastors in America is about to retire. Rick Warren is retiring. Saddleback Church is going to get a new pastor. His name is Andy Wood. His wife will be a teaching pastor at Saddleback, and uh, we'll have to see what occurs. Her name is Stacy Wood, so Andy Wood will be uh, will serve in a sense as lead pastor, and Stacy Wood will serve as a teaching pastor at Saddleback. That transition will begin almost immediately, and in what, September the twelfth, Andy Wood will preach his first sermon as the lead pastor of Saddleback. Will the church remain as influential as it has been? Will it grow? Will it implode? That's what we'll have to wait and see. But that's, I just wanted to bring you this breaking news, and uh, that's the situation, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. All right, you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, and uh, well, we'll definitely be talking about this between now and September the 12th. All right, thanks for listening. God bless.